0: This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, where we preview and review all the big business and market stories from around the world. And today, it is Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London, Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Johnny. Let's start with the latest breaking news from the Fed today. The Federal Reserve announcing that it let looser capital rules for banks, which were introduced at the start of the pandemic, expire at the end of March. Now, that decision is going to disappoint banks which had been pushing for an extension of the capital relief. Of course, those capital rules were eased last year in a temporary change to the supplementary leverage ratio, the SLR, and that has been the focus of an intense political battle in recent weeks but markets will be disappointed by that decision
1: very much so and what we saw was the initial reaction all the financial stocks took a big hit treasury yields spiked and and i think what this is drawing uh um uh, it, it's drawing lots of concern because uh, i think if you circle back to uh when powell was delivering his press conference at the fomc the meeting day he kind of deferred the question on SLR and uh, the supplemental leverage ratio uh, was a key focal point for many, many traders, because what what this is really going to force is our um, banks going to still be uh, firmly uh, buying uh, treasuries in these upcoming auctions. I think there, there's this big concern that uh, this was premature and that the Fed might have. Uh, um, really, uh, just kind of uh, ended this emergency capital relief program a bit early in this recovery. Uh, so, so I think what the, the markets will be able to tell quickly next week. We have a, a handful of auctions, and I think uh, we'll have a five and seven year notes uh, in in the middle of the week. And, and we'll see if demand is is uh, is not there. You're going to see the treasury yields possibly skyrocket again. And and uh, I think the banks well that definitely kind of uh, uh not be as i think uh interested uh going forward i think that there's this belief that this rule will eventually come back or or it will be tweaked it will be modified the fed did note that they are um going to take some opinions and get some more feedback uh but i think the, the reprieve that was granted last april it is i think it's still um a very um, important measure that has, you know, provided a lot of um, relief in the repo markets. So I think right now the, the 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 Wall Street community is 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 going to closely track these Treasury auctions coming up, and uh, I think that the Fed is uh, is likely to be quick to respond. If if we if we see lackluster demand, um, I think in these uh, next couple of auctions, uh, you're probably going to see the Fed step back in and and uh, tweak the program and uh i think that right now that you're probably going to see that um traders are, are are going to be um very focused on uh where the moving treasury yields go and uh if if this is the catalyst that you know helps the 10-year treasury yield rally to to two percent I, I think you know watch out I, I think you know you could you could really see that bond market sell-off intensify and uh, so i think th- this is kind of the the, the big story uh and uh, I, I think the the fed is is uh nowhere near done uh, accommodation but you know this 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 decision it kind of felt like uh, you know the the removal of of some support to the economy so i think uh, investors are a little uh, perplexed right now
0: although in their defense the fed has said that the treasury market remained on firm enough footing for these concessions to end but as you said they are making a big call here aren't they
1: yeah, and and I think you 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 know and you bring up a good point because I mean when we take a look at you know the banks you know the the banks are doing they're they're doing fine they're 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 pretty they're pretty much on sound footing I think when you consider uh what the expectations were that you know the banks were supposed to have you know just shy of two trillion dollars in reserves they got over three and a half trillion uh so I mean they should you know in theory be able to handle uh these changes in the short term but we'll see how the markets react i think that is that's going to be the test and uh right now this decision though it really appeases the progressives they were looking to to end this relief for the banks and uh i think that right now you're you're probably going to have uh the progressives be a little bit happy uh but um you know we'll, we'll see because remember the the program will expire at the end of the month so while yes i'm drawing special attention to next week's auctions uh the the current slr is still you know valid so i think um we'll, we'll see if it impacts next week but i think you know the greater focus will will be uh next month so um, a lot to be determined but we'll, we'll see markets are always forward-looking and we'll see exactly you know if you know we see some exaggerated moves beforehand
0: Okay, for this big story today, of course, we have the Fed announcement on Thursday from Jay Powell, uh, which ended up in U.S. stocks and long-term bonds falling sharply after it raised its growth and in inflation forecasts, but stuck to plans to keep interest rates low at least until 2024, if not beyond that. Were you surprised by that statement? I think the Fed uh, has been fairly consistent with everything
1: they've said over the past few months i think they've uh, they've highlighted that they are going to remain extremely ac- accommodative until we see all these job losses come back until we have sustained price pressures and right now there, there's there's uh, no I think expectation that we're going to have a complete labor market recovery just yet. It has to be balanced, and uh, I, I think that right now the, you know, it's it's tough when you, you're you're talking about six and a half percent, you know, GDP growth this year, and uh, that you know, while we still need to keep keep asset purchases at their full amount and uh, you know not signal any rate increases until you know a few years, it does seem a, a bit extreme, and you know, markets are not. Believing that, but I but I think right now the the Fed's commitment uh, they're they're not changing policy anytime soon, and I think what a lot of traders were kind of anticipating was that well what's what what's it going to take for pricing pressures to trigger action? We've seen other central banks react to inflation. What will it take to really uh, you know force the Fed's hand? And right now the Fed has really done uh, a clear job in 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 saying that you know whatever rise we see in these next few months. It's transitory it's it's not it's it's not gonna last and i think the fed is pretty much um in the camp that they they don't anticipate um uh significant price pressures anytime soon i think when you take a look at their forecasts um you the economy could run hot but they're they're not anticipating that price pressures are going to are going to be sustained so i think um the, the the belief is that you know they can afford to keep rates this low for that long and uh i think that uh eventually uh that that will probably uh be be tested and uh we're, we're going to see the treasury yields continue to rise the fed is is going to eventually step in once that disrupt market conditions financial conditions are healthy though so i think we're going to see uh, if, if 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 nothing really changes to the immediate outlook, uh, you're going to see that the Fed is is not going to, uh, I think, uh, be uh, very exciting over these next couple of meetings. They're just going to be able to to punt until the summertime, and that's when uh, I think you'll have that the beginning of the the taper discussions.
0: Similar attitude on this side of the Atlantic, uh, Ed, the Bank of England, of course. With its uh, announcement on Thursday as well, it said the outlook for the UK remains, quote unquote, unusually uncertain. And that is despite the rapid rollout of the vaccine programme, of course, totally expected to keep interest rates at 0.1%, unanimous from the Monetary Policy Committee at 920 zero. And it says that economic recovery still depended on the evolution of the pandemic and measures to protect public health. And that leads me on to the vaccination programme, because all of the positive news and the optimism coming out of the UK at the moment. And the bank shared some of that, despite the fact they're keeping interest rates uh, very low, uh, as with the Fed, for quite some time to come. But it's all very much dependent on how the battle against COVID-19 goes. And uh, it's been a strange old week in terms of the vaccine wars as they're calling it between the uk and the eu the suspension of astrazeneca's vaccine in many european countries including the big three france uh, germany spain and italy of course as well and then we had this announcement the decision by the european medicines agency that it's safe and effective as in the oxford astrazeneca uh, vaccine And okay to use following that investigation, although we still got some countries in Scandinavia who've continued to pause the use of the vaccine. The French are recommending that nobody over 55 should be using it. Now, that's a strange irony when you consider that um, Emmanuel Macron, French president, only a few weeks ago, was saying that people over 65 shouldn't use it at all, that there's a battle going on, political or otherwise, between the EU and the UK about the imports of vaccinations made in Europe going to the UK. So on the one hand, they said, well, we don't really like it, we don't really want to use it. And the other hand said, well, you can't have it anyway.
1: Yes, and I think you, you brought up a lot of great points. Um, I just quickly touching upon that BOE decision, I think it, it, it's pretty fascinating how much in line uh, the BOE is with the Fed. I, I think right now uh, they, they're both kind of shrugging off the surge in uh, uh, treasury yields, bond yields, uh, and, and what you're seeing is that uh, both are reiterating they won't tighten monetary policy until there's clear evidence of a recovery. So um, I, I think that uh, it, it's important to note that you know I, I think as the central banks come out with their forecasts, they're not going to move on forecasts. They're going to move on actual data. Uh, so so it just goes to you know show you that they're 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 not going to change their stances on 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 monetary policy, and uh, that we should probably expect uh, that uh, the uh, caution over ending stimulus uh early is 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 likely to 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 see it last a little bit longer but I, but i think uh you know markets are you know pretty convinced that you know the fed is just going to be the last major central bank to move and probably the bank of england will be one of the uh the first ones because of uh, uh first uh, one of the major central banks to move be just because of their 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 success in in, in fighting COVID. i think that you know you you, you brought up the the uh focus on on just how well uh the u k has handled uh, of covid nineteen I think you know when we take a look at the, the the latest data you know cases are continuing to decline i think that uh, uh this is also having th- despite the doubling of testing and i think uh you know you have your schools reopening i think their your hospitalizations and deaths are also uh heading. Uh, lower rapidly, and, and th- this is very positive for the reopening of your economy. And I think right now there's this firm belief that uh, you know March 29th is looking pretty good for the 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 the, loose, the loosening of these restrictions. And uh, I think that that is going to be really a game changer. And I think when you're if you're in Europe and you're looking at the UK and you know they're 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 having like so much normalcy at the end of the month, and you're still in whether you're in Germany or in France, and you're just you know you're you're discussing you know another four weeks of lockdown, I think that uh, that's putting the political pressure on on to. Uh, Doing whatever it takes to get more vaccinations available. Um, I, I think I think that you're probably going to see that uh, Europe is struggling with you know with the B one seventeen uh, virus variant. And and right now I think you're probably uh, going to see that uh, you know as the UK economy reopens, I think there's just going to be just so much uh, fallout that uh, you know Europe Europe is is has really disappointed in and not just their. Vaccine rollouts, but um, I, I think also in, in 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 delivering their restrictive measures, I think that uh, there's just a, a, a I think a big expectation that. Europe is just not going to have a normal summer and that is really weighing on uh, on several asset classes and uh, I think you know European equities definitely but also too that was probably the one of the primary catalysts for the, the major sell off that we saw in oil prices it was it was truly fascinating to see a 7% plunge in in WTI and and I think that is because we're seeing a big hit to the short-term outlook in in, in crude and that's because Europe is is really struggling right now and uh, I think uh, the uh, situation in the uk is looking very good i think that you're probably going to have a a healthy and uh, normal summer and uh, that's that's gonna just be uh, i think very positive for uk assets as we get into the, the the warmer months
0: It is an extraordinary contrast between the UK and uh, the EU at the moment, isn't it? Here we are talking about the vaccinations, 26 million people or thereabouts who've been vaccinated, things starting to open up. Meanwhile, over the English Channel in France, they're talking about a third wave and a Paris lockdown
1: you also have to kind of focus too on, you know, the rest of the world. And I mean, we're, we're seeing exponential surges in India, Brazil. Um, and and uh, I think that it is critical, uh, you know, for the global economic recovery to, to, to have, um, you know, emerging markets <laughs> uh, perform uh, nicely and uh, to be, to have optimistic outlooks. And right now the, the situation is, is dire for some of these countries. And uh, I, I think that, uh, the the expectations that you're going to see, um, you know, the way COVID impacts, you know, regional economies is, is, is gonna be fascinating because I think th- this week we saw, uh, a, a tremendous move here. That uh, um, you, you had Brazil's central bank kind of kick things off with uh, much larger than expected interest rate hike, and then you had Turkey follow it up, and, uh, and then you you had uh, Russia's central bank pretty much queue up that they're going to be doing uh, uh, rate hikes at their next meeting, and and I think that you're you're starting to see that. Uh, um, You know, these inflationary pressures are persistent uh, in large, in many areas of of the world. And and you're probably going to see that uh, uh, the rollout of, of vaccines is is, is uneven and, and uh, i think that's why you're going to see u.s uk growth exceptionalism and and probably you know for the first half of the year and then when the rest of the world catches up uh then you'll you'll see them uh, probably improve but right right now it just seems that uh, uh investors are just fleeing to uh, uk and u.s assets right now
0: Very interesting indeed, Ed. Okay, uh, what should we look out for next week?
1: Well, I I think what we're going to see is that uh, I think many traders, um, there's a ton of data. We're going to have those key U.S. personal income and spending data. Uh, I I think the the health of the U.S. uh, consumer is key right now. Uh, I think what we've started to see is that uh, um, there's this belief that... uh, uh, you're you're going to have a much stronger consumer now that we have $1,400 checks <laughs> hitting bank accounts. And uh, I think right now, um, the, the economy could start to run hot if we have um, uh, a much stronger consumer uh, uh, based off of those data points. So this is gonna be before those uh, stimulus checks hit. So I think uh, there's uh, going to be a big focal point on that for the US. Uh, I think um, with uh, Europe, you're going to see a lot of attention paid to, with the uh, uh, business climate readings from Germany. Um, uh, and uh, in, in addition to that, you're going to have uh, uh, the uh, major European PMI data on, on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, and, and that's going to give us a good uh, good uh, flash view of, of, of the current situation. Um, UK CPI is also uh, an important reading. I think right now uh, for the U.S. and, and uh, also in the UK, it's inflationary pressures. We have to see exactly uh, if things heat up a lot faster than what the central banks want. Um, that could kind of uh, force their hand in, in moving forward some of their their tightening measures. So uh, I think that's those are kind of the big ones. There is a ton of uh, central bank governors and and uh, finance ministers speaking. We'll hear from Lagarde, Powell uh, a couple times. Uh, there's the 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 BIS is going to have their innovation summit through Thursday. So uh, lots lots of central bank speak, um, which will probably just be more reiterations of what we heard this week and last. And uh, I think um, you know markets are going to be playing close attention to the move in bond yields i think if the if the move continues to accelerate higher uh that's going to draw i think um uh, some uh action from from um fed fed, fed speakers i think you're going to see they're going to be a little bit more uh trying to vocal and trying to talk down the, the move in yields but um for now i think uh next week will not be as uh um filled with uh, major uh, central bank decisions i think we have what well, we we'll hear from other ones, but I think for the most part we've gone through the, the, the more exciting ones.
0: Good stuff, Ed, thanks very much for joining us and have a very good weekend. Thank you, you too.
1: This is the Oanda podcast.